Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with your hosts, Amy Babinchak, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Linode, a top infrastructure as a service provider, has resources specifically for helping MSPs explore the alternative cloud. Discover this growing market, one of the best kept secrets in building a scalable, thriving, modern managed service provider business. Learn about the cloud provider landscape, improving KPIs, security, and more in Linode's free ebook, The MSP's Guide to Modern Cloud Infrastructure. Available now. This resource and more at linode.com slash MSP radio. Hi, this is Carl. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. I'm joined today by David Charest, who is from Constant Contact. And in fact, he's the Director of Small Business Success at Constant Contact. And if you're not familiar with Constant Contact, go to constantcontact.com. Uh, and check them out. I'm a user for many, many years. Uh, I love the product. And so I want to talk about some of the new features and kind of how you can get the most out of it for yourself and potentially for your clients. Um, so Dave, why don't you give us a little bit of your background and, and how you got where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. So first off, Carl, I just wanted to say uh, thank you for the opportunity to be here today. Really appreciate that. Uh, yeah. So, wow. I've been with Constant Contact now for September will be my 11th year. Uh, and started as a content developer uh, at Constant Contact. So content's kind of always been in the game for me. Uh, like I said, uh, Constant Con or you mentioned Constant Contact, we've been around for a while, been around for over 25 plus years now uh, with the goal to really provide easy to use tools to small businesses uh, so they can do uh, more for their marketing and get build those deeper relationships with their customers. Um, you know, people often ask me what has kept me at the company for so long. And I think it really boils down to three things with me. It's one, I'm really passionate about helping small businesses and nonprofits succeed. Uh, the people that I work with on a day-to-day -day basis share that same passion. And then third, we're really focused on delivering tools and insights to help small businesses and nonprofits be successful and make progress from wherever they are. And so um, in a nutshell, that's kind of why I've been around for so long, what I'm doing there. And, and my team specifically now is responsible for really across three areas um, you know thinking of if you think of like thought leadership uh, that type of stuff we're really trying to speak uh, to small businesses and help them do things in a practical way and so we're we're focused highly on education so we do free webinars all the time uh, I speak at a lot of events for on behalf of constant contact and uh, we also run internally a program where we speak to some of our customers on a monthly basis and we have panels to keep us in touch with you know uh, what's going on with our, our users and um, you know what they like and what they don't like and how we can better help them be successful. So that's so, in a nutshell where I'm at. So how much of the credit do you take for all the really great changes that have happened in the last, I'd say, roughly 12 to 18 months? Uh, integration with social media, uh, A-B testing of titles or, or subject lines. I mean, you guys have really upgraded the product significantly, in my opinion. 
Yeah, thank you for that. It's really, and the team uh, back at home will love to hear that because uh, there has been a lot of uh, work going on to go beyond, of course, email marketing is where we started and that's our bread and butter. Uh, but of course, as, a, as you know, as marketing your small business, it's, it's really more convenient to have everything in one place and, and be able to do those things that you need to do. So you mentioned being able to share on social media. So social media management is one of those things. You can connect your accounts and share and respond and do all of that right from your Constant Contact dashboard. Uh, you can build a, a simple website from Constant Contact as well. Uh, we're rolling out uh, texting capabilities as we speak right now. So we have that SMS for you to be able to do that now as an add-on to your, your packages. But we start talking about automation, uh, building your websites, uh, running Google and Facebook ads as well. We really try to take those environments out of kind of like the confusing dashboards <laughs> that you might find within Facebook uh, and try to simplify those so it's easier to kind of get something going, get something started uh, when you start talking about ads uh, in terms of Google and Facebook there. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, the team's been doing a great job just trying to find those things that are uh, most meaningful um, to our audience and then implementing those so that, again, uh, we know most of our people are marketers by necessity, <laughs> not necessarily uh, by trade. And so we want to make that marketing that a marketer would do simple for a small business owner who is not necessarily a marketer, but knows they need to do it. Right. Well, I mean, that, the, the A-B testing of the subject line is a perfect yeah. example. It's not the hardest thing in the world to do if you're an email guru, right? Right. if you know a little scripting and you got the right program and blah, blah, blah. But if you're a dentist or you're a roofer or whatever, you're a small business, uh, this is not what you do for a living. And having the ability to simply check a button and say, oh, try these two uh, and then go with whichever works, that's huge. Um, so I, I do like the idea of like getting away from the dashboard because, uh, for example, I love connecting to social media. And then after I post my newsletter to go out Monday morning, it says, oh, hey, next, you want to put this on your social media? And it automatically is set to go out at the same time. So I don't have a, a post on social media that goes out, whatever, eight hours before my newsletter. They come out at exactly the same time. So stuff like that is cool. Let me ask a, a technical type question. So what kinds of things do you do to uh, improve, I guess, open rates or the ability for email to be seen? Because there's been this huge movement of automatic filters in Gmail and other things where, you know, oh, it looks like it might be marketing. Let's take it out of the inbox and put it somewhere else. Yeah, well, I'll say on our side, you know, from a, and I'm not a big on the technical side of things, right? But one of the things that I know that is really important for our team and has always been important for our team at Constant Contact is the fact of just making sure that your emails get delivered. And so deliverability is a big thing for us. And so we have a compliance team that is um, always on top of accounts being set up and being started and then just making sure everybody's doing the right things. And so I'll mention one of the right things because I think this is one of the reasons why email marketing, and I'm sure you can attest to this, Carl, like works so well is because it's what we call an opt-in channel. And that means people are raising their hand to say, yes, I want to hear from your business. I want you to send me information. And when people do that, that's why this is so beneficial because it is that permission-based channel. You're uh, people are looking forward to what you're sending versus when you think of ads or what we typically call spam is when people are just adding email new, uh, addresses to their accounts and then just sending people things. And so we do a lot of uh, work on the backside just to make sure 
that everybody is in compliance in terms of uh, how they're acquiring those um, email addresses. We're making sure people aren't buying email ad lists and just adding those. And there's another good recommendation for anybody listening is you never want to do that. Uh, those are often um, not the best email addresses and they often uh, get marked as spam, right? Because people aren't expecting to hear from your business because they didn't explicitly opt in for it. And so we're monitoring those things to make sure that when we do send out emails through our system, they're recognized as valid and good and we have a good reputation. And so I think we're somewhere around the 97% the in terms of deliverability, um, which is obviously really important for us. Right, well, it's interesting. I have, uh, you know, sit on a group of other nerds, you know, who <laughs> I always get this advice. Oh, you shouldn't use Casa Contact because it's a known, uh, email system, right? That every every filtering system knows what they do, and da 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 da. And I, and I'm like the opposite. I'm like, yes, they know that those servers are not being taken over by bots. They're not uh, sending out massive amounts of spam. People are opting in, and so you know, I've recently my newsletters have been getting like 42 percent open rate, which is just you know, through the roof compared to most. And part of it is that I have good content, I think, and people opt in. And so sometimes people will say, uh, you know, uh, I've been removed your your list, but I want back on. Can you add me on? And I have to say, no, I, I can't. But here's a link. You can go add yourself, but I, I can't add you on once you've taken yourself off. And I think a lot of people don't believe that that's true, but it's one of the things, it's one of the reasons I use constant contact is that people can manage their own uh, access to email. Yeah, it's really important. And, and just to go back to, um, you know, what you were saying in terms of the deliverability and you're sending in where people are telling you not to use it. You know, one of the things we recommend people do is if you're using someone else, um, take half of that list, bring it over to us and send one email through us and send one email through your prior, prior provider and then see what happens there, right? Take a look, look in terms of what gets delivered and what doesn't. And then you can make a, uh, you know, educated um, uh, decision on whether or not, you know, one is better than the other. But uh, we often recommend people try that out and we, we find people end up coming over to us, which is really good. So if people are starting out and they have whatever, a thousand names or yeah. 500 names, it's, you know, they 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 just want to start having enough to be able to get some attention. Um, is there something you recommend in terms of how they get started with constant contact? Are there some best practices that are not obvious to a small business owners? Yeah, so I think one of the biggest things right out of the gate is I feel like sometimes when you say the term marketing, it's almost like a dirty word, right? It gets people in a different headspace. And so it's almost like you forget how to be a human being <laughs> in some instances, right? Where it's like, okay, now I've got to send them discounts and coupons and, and do all these things. When reality, we often say like, it's really all about building relationships, right? And so if you keep it that way and you think of it from a human perspective, you're trying to get people to know, like, and trust you. And so how do you do that? Well, you do that by sending one, you know, being personable, uh, speaking to people like people, add that personality of your business or whoever's running the business. It's okay to have that because we connect as people that way. And uh, you wanna do a combination of things. We often say there are two types of emails that you wanna send. There's promotional emails and non-promotional emails. So what's the difference, right? So obviously those promotional things are uh, something that has some type of date sensitivity usually attached to it. So it could be an event or it could be a sale. It could be some type of offer. That's great. You want to send those things. 
but you also want to send, because not everybody is ready to buy something all of the time, you also want to include non-promotional emails. And so what are those? Well, those are informational-based things that allow you to, one, keep your business top of mind, but share information with your potential customers and customers to bring them closer to you, to give them information that is valuable to them and relevant to them, so that when they are ready for what you're offering, um, they're going to be, you know, going to think of you first, right? And that's ultimately what we're trying to do. And if you can do that at the very least, that's something that's really important. And you use that balance. And you know, people often ask, well, how often should I send? And you know, what time of day? And unfortunately, there's no strong answer for that because everybody's different. And every audience is different and every business is different. And so, you know, at the very least, we try to say send once a month uh, because at least that keeps you sending on a regular basis and people are used to seeing you. But you can actually end up sending more, particularly as you start to get more advanced and you start thinking about building on those foundations of, you know, taking that list that you have and saying like, ooh, are there certain groupings within this list that I could start to pull together and start segmenting that list, right? And then sending more relevant information to specific people. I mean, even if you just think of your list as there are people that are prospects and they're customers, those two conversations are completely different. Right. And so you want to start to treat those people a little bit differently and send them things that are more relevant to them based on just simple things like that. Um, the other thing I would probably add that's really important at the, um, the the baseline level is, you know, we have some simple automation set up in your account, depending on what plan you're on, you can start to do things that are a little bit more advanced. But at the basic level, when people sign up for your or user form or we have like a text to join thing where people can actually use their phone to just sign up and by sending a text message. When you start doing those things, you want to make sure you have at the very least have a welcome email set up because right. you've got this opportunity where people are very engaged with your business because they've had some type of great experience. They're interested in what you have to say. And that act of signing up is like, yes, a highly engaged person. And those welcome emails you send are uh, some of the most highly opened emails that you're ever going to send probably, right? And it's just an opportunity to potentially, depending on the nature of your business again, like uh, encourage them to take a next step, to do something or at least start that relationship off on the right foot without it being, you know, I, we have a customer that um, used to joke with us and said, they, oh, I send my some, sometimes monthly newsletter. And what would happen is like, now just imagine the, the timeline of this is, uh, you know, he sends his newsletter yesterday, somebody joins today, and now that's sometimes monthly, it's two months from now before that person ever heard from him again. Right. By then it's almost like, oh, I, I even forgot I signed up for this thing, right? And so these simple automations come in, start to, so whether somebody joins today, next week or next month, they're getting emails um, or an email at least saying like, hey, thanks for being here. Um, you made a great decision to sign up and here are some of the, you can reiterate those things you promised them on the sign up form, hopefully to get them on the list. And so, and then, you know, you can even think about getting more advanced and building on that where you actually are doing something like a drip series or an automated series of emails to, you know, give people the information um, that they need in order to do business with you. So. I'll even just expand on this welcome series a little bit, right? If we're talking about a welcome email, yes, uh, thanks for joining up. You made a great decision. Here's what you can expect. Um, oftentimes we recommend somebody offer something in exchange for that email address. And so let's maybe it's like exclusive content, special right. offer, something like that. Deliver that in that email. 
then maybe a few days later you can send another email that is like here are all the ways that we can stay connected and you can share your social channels and let people know where you're doing things and what you're doing there um, that's important because i think as you know as we all recognize at this point it allows you to um, not only get in front of your customers but when they engage with you on social it opens you up to reaching more people who are similar to them who could also be great prospects for your business right well so, i'm I'm big on community, on building the small biz thoughts, you know, the community. So one of the things I do is I start with the welcome email, and then I think it's 30 days later, uh, I say, hey, you know, you might be new to this industry, in which case, here are some resources that you should be aware of. And they're not just my products. They are, you know, true actual things. They, hey, go subscribe to Channel Pro Magazine, you know, look up ASCII, you know, da, 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 you know, find these other things, because... I want everyone to be involved and to be successful. And so um, I want them to engage with more than me. I, I find, you know, sort of like if you take up a new hobby, you want to go read every book you can find on that hobby, right? Or every exactly. video on YouTube or whatever. Exactly. Uh, so for me, it's sort of like, I want them to see all the resources so they will they will be successful and keep coming back. So I, I love that. And you bring up a great point. And you know, one of the things like when we're talking about that series, like another piece that we add is like, yeah, what are the things that I need to know that I might not know? And in a situation like yours, like particularly, you know, running a community, doing all these things. And I think one of the things that's a, a, you know, great and a burden at the same time is that oftentimes it can become unruly, right? Where you've got all of these things everywhere and, and people miss things. And when you're first coming in, it's easy to be overwhelmed and you don't know where to start. And so imagine just include, like you're saying, you're sending these resources and then you send something that's like, hey, here's where you start. When it gets started, go here, do these things, get people acclimated to where to find the resources, how to get involved in the community. Um, and that's just gonna benefit everyone because the more people engaging in, in adding and contributing is ultimately gonna lift up the whole community. And so I think uh, email is really, can be the driver behind these things to get people engaged and in, in, in doing those things that you want them to do. Yeah, now one of the things that, that Constant Contact has is these signup forms where I can create a custom signup form and I might have one on my front page, but a different one on my about page, uh, you know, going to the same newsletter. Um, but then when people sign up, uh, yeah, the automated response is good, like whatever, a couple of those. Um, but then people need to just do it. You need to go, even if it's a tiny, tiny email, those people have literally asked you to send them an email. <laughs> Yeah. And you need to do it. And so that's where I think a lot of people fall down as they sign up, they get the source, you know, they, they, uh, they get people on their list, and then they don't send out an email. And if there's one thing I could force people to do to be successful, it would be communicate regularly. Um, and I agree with you completely that you got to be you, you have to be your personality, because, um, you know, like in my stuff, I just got back from a trip to the UK and I got all these email people responding to me. Oh, I hope you enjoyed yourself and, da, 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 and don't forget, do this and don't, don't miss this and go see that. And, you know, they have a conversation and that's when it comes back to exactly what you said. We do business with people we know, like, and trust. And some of that is built with regular communication. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I've heard the stories of, um, you know, when you have this regular communication and it's like, oftentimes it's a lot like programming, right? If you're looking for the six o'clock news because you know it's six o'clock and you want to go watch the news, it's the same thing. If you have a date and time that you're regularly sending, people start to look forward to that and expect that. And then when they don't receive it, it's like, 
hey, wait a minute. <laughs> like, this is ultimately what you want. You want people to miss it, right? And be like, right. wait, where's that email? <laughs> right? You'll get those emails like, hey, what happened? Is everything okay? Like, what's going I on? I actually get those. If I think once a year, I'll forget to schedule something or I'll schedule it on the wrong day. And I get, I wake up Monday morning and my mailbox is full of, hey, what the hell? Are you okay? You know, <laughs> it's it's amazing. And you wouldn't think that I, I I find people are often surprised by that because you, you know oftentimes we get into this mode of like well I don't want to get emails or whatever and, and ultimately we're not our customer at the end of the day and so you have to pay attention to the cues that they're giving you and and when that thing happens people like as the user sending the email it's like wow okay wow <laughs> you know it really opens your eyes to this is actually really valuable um, you know, you mentioned, Carl, you know, people don't often send because they're stuck. Uh, a couple of things we find, people get stuck with what to say in the email, uh, but then also just like what types of things should I send, right? And so we often offer, I look at it like this, I try to make it as simple as possible for you. And if you can answer three questions, you can write a pretty uh, persuasive email that is designed to get somebody to take an action. And really, uh, you have to answer, you know, what are you offering? So what is this email about? What's in here in value to me as the reader? Uh, how is it going to help me if I consume that information? And then what should I do next in order to take the next step? And if you can think about answering those questions, you actually, like I said, write a pretty decent email that's designed to move somebody towards that next step. The other thing to think about is just in terms of, you know, if we're talking to, you know, IT professionals here, you know, there's lots of education and things that depending on the small business owner that you're speaking to, you know, you're going to have the fellow IT nerds, right, that are in there and, you know, get it and know what you're talking about. But then you're likely going to be talking to some small businesses that have no idea what you're talking about, right, using the jargon and the terms, right. And so really, it's about sharing information about like one problems that they might not even know that they need to be aware of, right. So you can let people know in terms that they'll understand, uh, just even trends or industry news, things that are going on there. Uh, maybe it's even like a how-to guide, right? How to safeguard something or do something. Um, even just getting started with particular things or even how to how to help implement this within your, you know, within your business. So the other people on your team are also doing these things that are going to keep you secure or, um, you know, how to use something properly so they're getting the best results. Anytime you can do that stuff, if you think about how can I be helpful and help the person that I'm trying to reach be more successful, like those are the things that are going to really keep your business um, going and keep people engaged. And again, have people thinking of you as the go-to resource. Right. So I think in IT, it should be very straightforward to figure out content, you know, just make a list of things and rotate through them because clearly... I mean, every month you could have a tip on ransomware. You could have a tip on viruses, on the latest news from Microsoft or Intel or HP, you know, and then, hey, what's coming up? What's new? Here's some productivity tips for office or shortcut keys, you know, whatever. There's just so much stuff. Plus, meet my team, you know, who's the employee of the month or whatever, uh, as well as maybe even meet another client, right? Uh, how we help them with this and that. So I don't think there's any shortage of things. It's just a matter of taking the time to do it. What do you think about hiring outside people to help you write your, your email if the business owner just gets, you know, uh, writer's block? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's great if you find the right people. I mean, at Constant Contact, we have a network of what we call solution providers who are marketing professionals who are trained on and certified on how to use Constant Contact specifically. Uh, but they're also marketing experts and they can come in and, you know, you want to find somebody that comes in and understands your business, understands your audience and really helps you achieve um, the goals that you're trying to set with even using, you know, a tool like Constant Contact and doing that. But I think if you find those people, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it all depends on where you are. Again, we mentioned, you know, helping people make progress from where they are. And if you're at the point where you're just starting out and you're doing these things on your own, great, we'll help you from there. If you're at this point where you're, you know, now you're moving on and you have to wear another hat and you need somebody to come in and do this, we can help connect you with people that do that. And it's, it's really about finding what's right for you uh, so that you can have that consistency, as you mentioned earlier. So um, I have a, a strategic question. Sure. You may or may not have an opinion on this, but what do you think about cleaning the lists? Because sometimes, like I personally, I, I get rid of non-openers. If somebody hasn't opened any email in a year, I remove them from the list. Uh, and, and that's just because I don't want to be clogging stuff up if they don't want to hear from me. Sure. Um, and obviously that improves my open rate, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there are other people who say, Hey, someday, you know, when you least expect it, that person is going to open an email and give you a huge sale and you'll make $50,000. I'm like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, well, here's the way I look at it. So I, I agree with you with cleaning the list in terms of you always want to take a look and we can show you when you, you, know, you go through constant contact, there's a report at the end and it shows you, you know, what bounced, uh, what are bad email addresses. And sometimes people just enter the wrong information um, and so it allows you to kind of remove those things that are bad right that just aren't getting delivered at all so you can take those off now in terms of you know when you're thinking about people that don't open so you can kind of go either way it's not not saying what you're doing is, is wrong but another way to think about it well as well as you've got people that are going to be highly engaged and you're going to people who have less engaged and what you could do is, and this is a cool feature of Constant Contact as well, is where you can say like, all right, show me my least engaged people. And then what you can say is, okay, those people, I'm only going to email them once a month. And I'm not going to you know, send any more than that because like, I don't want them to unsubscribe. Do you but put them on a different list? They would be on their own list as, and you can, these are dynamic lists too. So you can have this set up. Uh, just set to go and then it'll pull in those people for you and you just say to these people all right I'm gonna do this something that's educational something that's helpful just to you know keep my name in front of them right these other people I may be sending you know two or three times a month like you know because they're engaged they want more of that information and as you get more relevant to people and you start really segmenting and doing that you can actually send more because theoretically that information will be more valuable to them and so when you start doing that um, that at least allows you to again not lose anybody or force them to unsubscribe but you never know there are I, I've, I've also heard those stories of somebody being on a list for years and not doing anything and then all of a sudden I really need what you have right now, <laughs> you know, and it just comes out of nowhere. So something to think about there. Right. So we're almost out of time, but um, is do you have a plan for the future that you're willing to discuss? Are you guys going to uh, become a major CRM player or, uh, you know, what? Where is where are you going at Constant yeah. Contact? Well, what I can share is, I mean, if anybody's been paying attention, we've made a few acquisitions uh, over the years here, and we uh, 
We've uh, acquired SharpSpring, uh, which is uh, more of a CRM, more advanced for more for teams with a sales and marketing department uh, that need to kind of be on the same page. Uh, and uh, we also uh, acquired a, a business called Retention Science, who really in the e-commerce space that lots uses a lots of AI and automation and that type of stuff. And we're we're trying to uh, pull the best pieces of those things into the Constant Contact platform to do those things for you. Like when you mentioned earlier where you're like, oh, do you want to create a social post for this email and send that out, right? We really want to be able to help people while they're in the product understand what is the next best thing to do. And so that's really where we're headed now is how do we pull all that information together and then serve it up to you in a way that's going to be most beneficial to you. Very cool. Well, I look forward to uh, something that looks a little bit more like a CRM, but as we go back to the beginning of the conversation, doesn't have a dashboard that looks like the flight deck on a 740. <laughs> yeah, understood, <laughs> understood. Um, yeah, Carl, thank you so much for uh, allowing me to be here today. Thank you so much for being a constant contact customer, as I mentioned. Um, we really appreciate it. Very good. Uh, David Charest from constantcontact.com. Uh, we'll put all your links down below so folks want to get in touch with you and so forth. Thank you for being here. This has been another SMB Community Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.